Welcome to the Success Revolution Podcast with Gemma Banad. Hello there, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode. My name is Gemma Banad, the host of the Success Revolution Podcast. Um, so happy for you to be joining me. If this is your very first episode, um, super special welcome to you. It's so amazing and incredible for you to be here with me. And if you are a return listener, long-time follower, <laughs> first-time caller, um, cheesy analogies, I know, then my love and deep, deep gratitude to you for being here again and 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 following along and listening. It always continues to just you know, burst my heart open when I hear women who've been listening to me for years, who've been following since it was the Manifesting Mum podcast. We've been through a few iterations, but I can tell you right now, the success revolution is here to stay, I have to say, without a doubt. So um, I'm feeling a little bit nervous. I'm, 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 I'm going to be really brutally honest with you today. I'm feeling a little bit nervous because I actually want to share a deeply personal um and vulnerable story with you today uh, that has affected me and my ability to really show up in my business in my most fully expressed self. And before I kind of dive in and share that with you, I just want to really, I guess, seed this episode and this story by sharing with you that, you know, we are we are often very deeply impacted by things, experiences, situations and circumstances that have happened to us. And we have learned, particularly as women, that it's really quite safe for us to keep ourselves small and to keep ourselves hidden. The problem with that though, ladies, is is that being such a big-hearted, you know, purpose-driven, passionate women, women that are here to make a difference in our own world, in the broader world, we have to stand up. We have to speak out. We have to be seen. We need to learn to allow ourselves to be more visible in our business, in our marketing, using our voices, with our messages. But for a lot of us, we have had experiences happen that make us feel like we can't be confident in who we are, that we can't be fully expressed. And I want to use today's episode as an invitation to you to really love that part of you that has had to dim her light, that has had to turn down the vibrancy and the essence of who she is to conform to other people's expectations of her, to conform to how society thinks a woman should look and behave. It's still real, sisters. It is still real, okay? It still affects our nervous systems, okay? Even if it's not something we've necessarily experienced in our lifetime, it is still residue in our systems and it still plays a role. And for so many of us, it's frustrating because, you know, if you're much like me and you've got big things that you want to say, big things that you want to do, big realities that you want to attract into your life, big amounts of abundance and wealth, 
we need to learn to take up more space. We need to make ourselves, allow ourselves, invite ourselves to be bigger, to rise, to be more fully expressed in our truth, in our essence. And there is no better time than now. There is no more supported time than now to do this. Women are able to speak more boldly, more bravely, more courageously, more loudly than ever before. Social media and the platforms, the many platforms that we have been given allow us to do that. And women have never been more united in coming together to support each other to support each other, to have a voice. You know, my podcast, I invite guests onto every now and then. I get invited onto other people's podcasts to use my voice, to speak my message. I've been invited into people's Facebook groups, into people's programs to use my voice, to share my message. That is such a beautiful example of how women are supporting women to be more fully expressed, to be more fully visible, to be more unapologetic, to step up, to stand out, to speak out, to speak up for what they're passionate about. And this is what is needed, ladies. We need this when we are highly ambitious, driven, motivated, passionate entrepreneurs. We can't be hidden. How else are we going to promote our businesses? I have a very simple methodology in my business, okay? And there are two areas that I focus on intently and they are show up and make money, (laughs) That's it. The show up piece is the service. Me getting into a place of deep service, having an elevated service consciousness, okay, so that I can show up and share my message and help other people. And then the make money part is a different conversation, okay? But I really want to talk about how you can elevate and expand your service consciousness so that you can be showing up and speaking and sharing your message and impacting lives and helping people. By the way, this is how we create more wealth as well by being more into this service. But here's what happens. We have abrasions. We have traumas, micro or macro, big or small, okay? And big or small is relative, by the way. Traumas that happen, that cause conditioning, that cause fears, that cause beliefs, that cause us to shrink, to cause us to be very apologetic for who we are, to cause us to compare ourselves to others, to think that we have to, you know, please others instead of pleasing ourselves. And all of these wounding, these visibility wounds that, that really show up cause us to get out of service consciousness and get into this space of being making it about ourselves. And I get that. And I want to share with you a very personal story about how I intimately get that. Because ladies, tall poppy syndrome is fucking real. It absolutely is. And it is interestingly enough, a very deceptive fear that a lot of people have. You know, we talk so much about like a fear of failure. Okay. A fear of judgment. All right. We don't talk a lot about the fear of success, the fear of being so confident that other people are going to judge you for that. But this is real, ladies, this fear of standing up, being the tall poppy, standing out from the crowd and how other people will judge you, shame you, okay? Or in my instance, actually assault you, okay? And as I said, a very personal story that I want to share with you, but I want to let you know, I want to bring you into my world so you understand 
how important it is for me to help other women to know that it is very safe to stand up. It is very safe to speak out regardless of what has happened to you. In fact, it is never more important to heal those wounds so that you can be that beacon of light, that voice of hope, that message, okay, to help other people. As I said, tall poppy syndrome is real. It is something that we as women still perceive to be an issue and it is something that we still perceive and still causes us to hold ourselves back, must be healed, okay? And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. So let yourself take this story in and I also would invite you um, to, at the end of this episode, to get your pen and paper and to sit down and think about and and see if there are any situations, experiences or circumstances that have occurred in your life that are causing you to really play into this tall poppy syndrome and actually keep yourself small, okay? Because I've had to, I've done healing work around this ladies and I've had to heal um, this wound, but I learned, um, I learned in my twenties that it was not safe at all. And and I, I know I learned this <laughs> I learned this a couple. There's actually two stories. One I'm going to share with you. It's deeply personal. Um, So I'm just going to really set the intention and the space that I feel really held and supported in this moment because I have not spoken about this publicly um, before at all. Um, And whilst I will let you know that I'm not going to share a lot of the intimate details, I am going to share kind of the like more broad kind of um, situation and what actually occurred uh, and how it impacted me. Um, but I certainly experienced quite a lot of occasions where I was my most bold, my most unapologetic, my most fully expressed, confident as fuck self, and I was cut off at the knees. I was shamed, okay? I was absolutely judged, ridiculed. There's been numerous occasions And so for me to be able to show up and speak like I'm speaking to you now, so unapologetically, okay, and to do it not from a place of wounding, but from a place of deep power as well has only happened because I have healed my core visibility wounds and I continue to heal my core visibility wounds to be able to speak about this so that I can help and give you a point and place to connect with only has happened. I can only share this, speak about this, even write about this because I have done this healing work. Otherwise, we keep these things to ourselves and we let them play out at an unconscious level, affecting us by going, I can't say these things. I can't speak this. And ladies, for so many of us, our vulnerability is a point of connection for people. It is a very powerful point of connection as well. And we keep those pieces hidden because we feel ashamed of those. We feel ashamed of the situation or the experience, okay? All we do is perpetuate the conditioning and the story and the trauma within us. We never transcend it and we never allow ourselves to use that in a place of service because remember, service consciousness. (laughs) Okay, so there was a situation that I encountered in my sort of early to mid-20s and it it happened on on one occasion and I really recall this, this day, it was a Saturday Um, And I was going to a friend's birthday party and in the afternoon at their house. And then we were going out for drinks and to socialize um, afterwards. And I had my hair done this day. Okay. I just had a new hairstyle. By the way, (laughs) I'm 
was don't even want to the hairstyle was like oh my god the color I don't even know what I was thinking ladies but there was a time <laughs> there was a time in the early noughties where for some reason and somehow it was in fashion to have like your like your hair colored one color on top and then underneath them was like an undercut color my hair wasn't short underneath but it was like this part underneath was like a different color Oh my God, if my hairdresser was listening to this now, she would shake her head. Maybe she would remember that trend. Anyway, I had just had my hair done in this new trend and I was feeling fine. I have to tell you, I was feeling so beautiful. Like I was feeling really beautiful. And that was important to me because I was someone that really struggled with my weight, okay, with my appearance for many decades. And so in my 20s, when you're so fragile, like our self-esteem is so fragile too, Girl, I was feeling so good, okay? I was taking care of my body physically, (laughs) at least anyway. I was feeling good. And I went to the birthday party. I had a great afternoon. We were having drinks. I like to have a drink in my 20s. I have to tell you, if any of my friends are listening to this, they will be laughing because I, yes, I liked to have a drink. And then we it was like an afternoon get-together, okay? So we were having some drinks, a barbecue, and... A group of us then decided to head out afterwards and we went to our local um, pub and there was also a nightclub that was um, at the back of that, okay? And I even, like I remember I saw my dad that day, God bless him, this is obviously many years ago when he was still alive and this is how I knew I was feeling good because my dad even said to me, he's like, you look so beautiful. God, you just look so beautiful right now. He said, you look great. And he, I just I felt so good. So I was like bursting and oozing confidence. Okay. I really was. And I was like out and I was having a great time. I was dancing. I was free. I was like so in the moment, ladies, like fully expressed, having the time of my life. I was just like, I just felt like I was like a magnet at that point. I was having amazing conversations. I was just like, oh, so happy, so confident, okay? I was drinking. Maybe the alcohol had a little bit extra to do with the confidence too. I'm not going to lie, okay? It was great. And I was out with my friends. And at the time, I was actually living very central to this this place. So I, I could walk home, okay? I could walk home. It was like a couple of hundred meters away. And I live in what is a very sort of safe area. So, you know, nothing didn't occur to me. Anyway, as I was leaving in the early hours of the morning, I was, might have not been walking a straight line. I'm going to tell you. Um, as I was leaving this venue... the venue was closing down everyone was moving out into this back car park okay waiting for people to be picked up to get on buses to go home and all these sorts of things and I walked out and all of a sudden this group of girls surrounded me and I knew these girls I'd had some interactions with them um and these girls proceeded to call me all sorts of horrendous names I was completely blindsided And in fact, they actually started to get physical with me and they pushed me around and I fell over and I just remember them all laughing and calling me names and just really being so verbally abusive and I was petrified and scared and I managed to get up and I managed to run and I managed to run home and, you know, I was incredibly upset as you can imagine and really, to be honest with you, quite traumatized from that experience as well. And nothing ever happened. Um, 
you know, like to, I, I never had the opportunity to really, no one stood up for me. I'm going to tell you, nobody stood up for me. I was actually physically alone. So I didn't have any friends around me. I'm sure if my friends were there, they would have stood up for me. But even when I spoke to some, a couple of friends the next day and I actually spoke to my dad, nobody stood up for me. Nobody said this is wrong. Nobody went into bat for me. I had no voice. I felt completely powerless and helpless. And I have done some healing in that. And I've gone back into that memory and really pulled out the beliefs. And what came from that experience was I drew a very, very direct line with how confident I was actually feeling and that that attracted people in to want to pull me back down. And it's taken some healing to be able to release the charge around that story. I mean, I can tell this to you now. And whilst I feel a little bit of nervousness around speaking this, okay, because as I said, I've, I've not shared this publicly, I don't feel that same connection to I was confident and that's why. Like I was so in my, you know, energy and so I just, you know, that's the piece that I, you know, I when I go back now and I look at that memory, and I, I feel the energy around that, I'm really able to step into how beautiful it felt to be so confident and how magnetic that was in that moment. As I said, you know, I said to you, like I was having the most incredible conversations. I was dancing, I was having so much fun. You know, my dad said those beautiful things to me. I felt so very magnetic. And then it was all just cut down in that moment. But I choose to focus on the magnetism that came from being fully expressed now. Whereas before the charge around that, that experience was I was confident and that was not safe because I was then attacked afterwards for that. And so I share this story with you because I want to let you into my world. And I want to let you know the power also of being able to heal those wounds. Because you see me now, you hear me now speaking about this. You see me showing up on my social media. You see me sharing stories, going live, using my voice, talking my podcast, like out there being visible, being in this, like I get the comment all the time, you're so unapologetic. I haven't always been that way. I have been very apologetic for myself, for my fullest expression. I felt like I've had to hide many times and I've had to slowly, slowly allow myself to really collect evidence that it is safe for me to be seen, that it is safe for me to show up, that it is safe for me to be the tall poppy, to stand up, to stand out, to be beautiful, to be vocal, to be articulate, to have something powerful to say. All of those things I've had to also work on as well because I know that when I work on them, I can get out of my own way and stop making showing up on social media about me and what I get, but about the message that I share instead. And that is what service consciousness is all about. But we have to heal those parts of us, okay, to get out of our own way so that we don't make it about us, that we make it about who can we serve. Because ladies, let me write this question, to get a pen and paper and write this question down. Stop asking if you're good enough and start asking, how can I be of service? I want you to ask that question every day. I want you to ask that of yourself every single day. I want you to ground in the energy of that. And when you see yourself asking yourself, I'm not, why am I not good enough? Why am I not good enough? Why am I not good enough? Or even, you know, in that statement itself of I'm not good enough, instead of how can I be of service, 
then it's important to take a closer look at what's causing you to be more focused on that. Be more focused on you than it is on the service. And this sometimes is a daily thing for me too, ladies. Like at the time of recording this episode, you know, in this morning, I did an impromptu live on my Instagram. I haven't been live for ages. And I, I had all the normal things like, oh my God, will people show up? And what if I can't articulate what I want to say? And, and I was like, well, hang on a second. Is this about you or is this actually about you giving some value to people? Is this about you actually showing up and being of service? Like, will this one live that I'm about to do, this 10 minutes I'm going to spend, is this going to help someone? Fuck yeah, it is. Great. Then let's speak about it. Let's do it. Let's go live. And if no one listens to it, no one listens to it. I keep showing up because I'm telling you right now, the way you show up when no one is watching and no one is listening has a direct impact on showing up and what you receive later down the track. We've got to show up now how we would show up if we had a hundred people watching, a thousand people watching, or even if it's just 10, if that's what you want. If you're showing up in the energy of no one's watching no one's listening, no one's seeing me, no one's hearing this, okay, because you're not getting the, you know, validation through the vanity metrics of likes and comments and engagement, okay, then you're in this deep place of circumstantial power and you're going to continue, when you're in circumstantial power, ladies, you will always continue to replicate your existing circumstances because you are responding and reacting to your existing circumstances and when we respond and react to our existing circumstances, we recreate them. We want to be in the energy of what would it be like if there was a thousand people on this live training right now? Same with me. Like when I speak, I'm like, okay, how am I going to show up knowing that people are, like, I'm talking to nobody right now, nobody, no one's listening to this as I'm recording to it, but I am showing up in the energy of there's going to be hundreds and thousands of people that listen to this episode. Okay, maybe that won't happen in the next week, but it sure as heck is going to happen over the lifetime of this podcast. And that's the energy I show up in because I have a high service consciousness. And that happens because I've healed the wounds and continue to heal the wounds that cause me to make it about me and not about how I can give. And we've got to look at things like the tall poppy syndrome and how that plays out in your life because it is real, ladies. This ability, this, this thought like I need to shrink myself down and be smaller than I am because if I stand out from the crowd, I'm going to get chopped off at the knees. And I gave you a very, very real example of how that happened for me. By the way, I could stay on this podcast episode for another hour and give you even more examples that are coming to my mind, excuse me, that are coming to mind for me right now that have caused abrasions in my nervous system that have caused wounding, that have made it not feel amazing all the time to show up. (laughs) It doesn't feel amazing all the time, but I know how to work through that. I have the tools to be able to do that. And that allows me to make my mission and my message more important than me. So I want to encourage you to really have a look at, as I said, get pen and paper out and ask yourself the question, do I feel like, do I feel safe and confident to stand up and speak out? as my most unapologetic, fully expressed self? And if the answer is yes, power to you, sister, amplify it and keep on going. And if the the answer is "Mm, sometimes and sometimes not, 
then let's take a closer look at that, my darling. Let's take a closer look at that and sit down and ask yourself, are there some memories? Are there some situations? What stories do I have right now that make me feel like it is not safe for me to be confident, to be fully expressed and to be unapologetic in who I am and what I have to say? We've got to tidy this stuff up, ladies, because when you have a calling that is calling you, you have to be devoted to it. And that means getting out of your own way. So with that being said, thank you, ladies, for, you know, being here, listening and 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 holding space for me to be able to share something that was deeply intimate and personal um, for me as well. I appreciate that. As I said, it's the first time I've ever spoken publicly about it. I love that I've got this podcast as a very safe space for me to be able to do that as well. Um, so thank you. And if this has, if this episode has really spoken to you, share it with someone else. Because if it's spoken to you, is there another another fellow female entrepreneur who's on this journey as well that could benefit just go to the link hit share copy link and send it over to her and let her know listen to this episode hear this let's go and also share it on your instagram stories share it on your socials and let other people know about this as well help me be of greater service that would be incredible All right, gorgeous souls, if any of this speaks to you and you want to find out ways that you can work with me to be able to work through your visibility wounds, then hit me up in the DMs on Instagram or you can email support at GemmaBernard.com and myself or my team, probably me actually, I like to respond to those emails myself, we'll get back to you and we can talk, we can kind of point you in the right direction of how you can actually begin on the journey of healing those wounds as well so that you can show up in your most fully expressed and unapologetic self and just speak this mission and this message that I know is bursting out of your heart to be spoken, okay? All right, gorgeous souls, have an incredible day. Thank you again for being here with me and I will see you again for an episode very shortly. listening to the success revolution podcast with Gemma Banan. to continue the conversation come on over and join the aligned woman facebook group see you for the next episode